we're live. What's up, man? Good. How you doing, baby boy? What's going on? Not, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm feel like I'm just surviving like the past few days. I like felt like I felt like shit the past few days. <laughs> I haven't had good sleep at all. Like it's been, it's been bad. But I mean, honestly, it is, is is surviving in some points good enough. I mean, hell, it's like, it's like, no, like my, yeah, my life's good. My life's good. I don't want people to get the wrong idea. <laughs> I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But. I recall training um, jujitsu, right? And but funny as hell. I mean, anyone who does jujitsu and then you, you, you compete at a high level, you know that sometimes surviving uh, getting choked out and not actually getting choked out is better than, than tapping out any day of the week, right? Uh, well, that's that's the whole point behind like doing like the ice bath stuff exactly bro. everything right yeah so exactly it's like you you putting yourself to a point of i don't say torture but but a point of, of getting your body so used to being in so much such pain that everything else seems like like gravy you know um like, like for me um having as cell um bit of thalassemia red blood cell condition genetic red blood cell condition um, so anything like cold like brings me pain. Like if I um, grab ice in my hand too long, I, I can go into a pain crisis. This means my, my, my pain level goes up to ten, and it's hard to bring it by myself out of. Uh, so I have to go. To, yeah, I never been to the hospital, but I know people get blood transfusions. So anyway, but my point in saying this is, but I had to learn how to slowly get myself up to that point where I understood pain is only a perception as well, right? So I was like, okay, if I grab like a handful of ice, it starts to hurt immediately. Okay, great. Now if I keep doing it and 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 being smart about it, can I continue to do it until my body builds up the resistance to it? And it's like um, the sickle cell disease. I don't know. I'm going for this tangent right now. But sickle cell disease, uh, um, technically, I say 98 percent of individuals that has it, their life is you know they have a bad quality of life. Even though I'm doing many things to prevent that, but you have that two percent. A really good friend of mine, a um, guy named Addy at BC, he played rugby for 11 years with the London Flyers. And this this guy, he's built like a brick house, and he has like the worst like gene for sickle cell disease. But what he did was he got his body used to taking punishment over a long period of time. And he played professionally. He probably ended up going to the Hall of Fame. He's actually in Nigeria now and has, has his own like federation for it now. He's trying to get other individuals into it. And that's always our conversation about, you know, like that ice bath idea was like, yeah, it's cold in the beginning, but you can get used to it. You can bring your body up to such a resiliency that it can withstand almost anything. Um, and again, we keep doing martial arts. I mean, the first time um, I, I kicked a, a heavy bag and it hurt like all hell. It so bad. It hurts so bad. I was like, shit. But like now I can get heavy bag. I mean, I, for a long time I had no feelings in my shins because I'm constantly like using my shins, using my elbows, using my hands. So it's like that doesn't hurt, Daddy. I'm like, I said, honey, I actually just Saturday I'm I'm like ref, I'm like umpiring a baseball game, um, like a scrimmage against my son's team and another friend of mine's team. Foul ball hits me. The kids like fouls the street back. Hits me right in my shin. Clink. Everyone's like, oh my god. I was like. I have no feeling that leg, guys. So it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, it's like, I mean, it's, it's, I mean I'm, a, I'm a leg up, but I'm, I'm feeling exactly where it hit. It was like, I'm even feeling there still, you know, unfortunately, you know, it's not diabetes, I'm good, you know what I mean? But it's also, it's also part of the process, man. It's also part of the process of 
of growth is it, it, even in business, and it's, it's something that you and I will get to later on in another conversation about, about business. And you know, over the last, I say, ten or twelve years, I mean, I, I've had opportunities to, to to have tons and tons of money. You, you know, I had this conversation before, and I've lost tons of money. I think, uh, like, like right now, if I be honest with with you, right now, I probably lost more money than I've made. Um, no, I'm, I'm lying. I'm totally lying about that one. I probably, <laughs> I'm a lot more lying. It's like, actually, that's not true. Yeah, I was like, oh, I can't I fucking ball it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> but I, I've, lost, I've lost a lot of money. In fact, I, I'll, I'll give you a good story. So I was just talking to a patient of mine that was leaving. I've had this patient for years. And she knows me. So we're talking about some of the um, dynamics I've had in my office and one of my old employees. And she was like, oh, I really loved her. I was like, you know, I said, she was a good person, but, you know, she did cost me a lot of money. She's like, what do you mean? I said, well, she didn't do her job and she lost me a quarter of a million dollars in one year. And she looks at me like, what? What? I'm like, yeah, she lost me a quarter of a million dollars. I, I, I seriously lost over a quarter of a million dollars just because of a mistake this person made. Um, and it, it, this is like real money, whatever. And, and she's like baffled, like, oh my gosh, how, how did you survive? I'm like, I survived because in the day I'm still standing, I'm still here. I built up the resiliency of understanding that you're going to fall, you're going to fail, but if you don't try, you'll never know where you're going to land. So that's why I look, that's how I look at business. I look at, especially my health. Um, I look at, you know, problems, whatever it may be, even, even my training, like, you know, I hate. Honestly, I'm, I'm the worst person to be on here because I, I hate training as far as like weightlifting or whatever. I, I, I hate it because I've done it for so long. I mean, I've been an athlete since I was like in my early teens. So working out was almost an everyday thing. So, so when I got the opportunity to not have to work out for anything or try out for anything, I said, screw it. I'm going to drink a bunch of beer. And uh, I stopped doing that years ago. But like getting back into it and making sure that I'm as healthy as I can be, you know, it was always an issue. I got a gym in my house the whole nine. I use it. And my mantra is like, if I do 15, 20 minute workout every day, that's better than me not doing anything. So that's what I focus on. So yeah, I focus on 20 minutes a day. You know what I mean? Um, occasionally I get in there and go crazy, but most days I'm like, you know, honestly, I hate that burn. That burn doesn't feel good right now. You know, keep going. You get past that burn. It's like that, that endorphins kicking. I'm like, oh, I love this shit. Oh my God. You know? So, but, but yeah, man, it, it's, it's, it's the resiliency. That um, I want everyone to understand that's the most important part. Yeah, I get yeah I, you know, sometimes I worry about like um, the fact that because I've, you know, trained like I have for like so many years now, yeah. like I worry about my pain tolerance. Like it's not like probably perception, like perception wise, it's probably not normal. And like, because sometimes I feel like weird stuff going on and I'm like, is that supposed to feel a lot worse? Like, if that, would that feel a lot worse to, like, the regular person? Because I've had some, like, really bad, like, injuries and stuff, you know, like, from working out and, like, mm-hmm. like not, like, I haven't, like, torn anything, luckily, knock on wood. Yeah, like, no, I've never torn anything. Oh, I've, 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 I've ripped, I ripped my right knee out of socket twice. That's um, easy. That's just, okay. <laughs> yeah, and then and then I I have a tendonopathy. Yeah, yeah, no, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, no, and then I have a I have a I have a tendonopathy in both of my both of my knees. So, um, and then like you know like I've done like just some minor stuff. I mean, I've had, I've had like minor tears, right? You know, I've never like torn anything off the off the bone. That's what I mean when I say that. So, I'm gonna be confused. <laughs> 
But like, I just wonder sometimes I'm like, man, like, you know, I feel something like, like, you know, like just moving around. I'm like, I'm like, I wonder if that's supposed to be like way more like intense. Cause I remember this story. And if you're a bodybuilding fan, you know, who Sean Roden is, Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately passed away. Um, uh, yeah, but, um, very sad, uh, unexpected. Um, but, uh, we've had a lot of those, uh, unfortunately here lately, but, um, yeah, I mean, Sean though had, I think it was like in 20, I want to say like 2020, 2020 or 2019, maybe 2019. He had, uh, two bleeding ulcers. Uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, that, 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 that I, told, I told you about, told you about that, right? Like yeah, when he, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, because he, um, he had two bleeding ulcers, and this was like right after he won the Olympia, and um, this is like when he was going through all that case stuff for all that, like you know, all those charges and allegations, whatever. So like, obviously, you put a lot of stress, you know, on somebody, and um, but also I think, well, actually, wait, no, 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 I'm wrong. I want to clarify. The ulcers were actually before he won the Olympia. I, I'm actually sure. So he actually had the surgery done in 2018 before he won the Olympia, I believe. Mm-hmm. Could be incorrect. If you guys know, correct me. But like he, with the, the whole point of what I was trying to get at was that when he went to the doctor and the doctor like realized finally that he had like two bleeding ulcers, he's like, I don't even know how you've been able to train every single day. Yeah with yeah. these things going on for as long as they have. He's like, he's like, most people would be in such severe pain. They'd be so sick. They'd be so bedridden. They wouldn't be able to get up. He's like, and you're literally sitting in the gym, like moving like a shit ton of weight. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, so like, definitely, definitely, bro. Definitely. I mean, yeah. and I have to jump in on it, but, but it is all in that you used to a certain amount of pain and also train type thing. That's why like pro athletes are pro athletes. Why they're pro athletes? Because they're used to a certain amount. They go out there and play hurt and still perform at a high level because they are so used to doing it. Um, the other flip side of it is this right here is, I mean, uh, I've had two MRIs, but you know, side by side. One person, I'm like, wow, you're, you must be in a wheelchair. And they're like, no, I actually run marathons and do track leagues like at least once or twice a year. The other one, this one lady, I never forget this, she had a small tear in her angular um, aspect of her of her uh, her disc in L three and L four. Never remember the story, and she was in so much pain where she was in a wheelchair and a small tear in an angular. Where it, it, most individuals have those tears every day. You never know it because you know wear and tear, jumping and whatever. Right. But her her pain tolerance was so low that she. I mean, you touched her skin. She was crying and and screaming, and it it, it was something that was like this, she must be faking. And I know this is how she is. As she fell herself, and yada yada yada. She has never been able to actually walk properly, and and the fall wasn't like a sudden fall. She was actually in her own house and, and fell. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really a matter of what you're trained to do. Because if you ever train with the Gracies, I said <laughs> for BJJ. That's an experience, uh, old school style. But if, if you ever train with someone that is high intense and stays high intense the entire time, you're like, this person's gonna kill me. After a month, I, I might even say two weeks. After a month of doing that, you build this resiliency. And then, or if you go out there and work out once with someone moderately um, hard, 
and it takes two weeks, you're in so much pain you can never move because you're not used to it. I mean, in your case, I'll be honest with you, is the fact that yes, your perception of pain is always about what you've already experienced. And that's the other thing. Pain is not a pain is so subjective that you know. I, I mean, honestly, I used to love getting punched in the face because it sort of woke me up in a fight. You know, I mean, pow, okay, awesome, I'm ready to fight now. But the average person, you get punched, they get punched in the face, and they get run. Say, ow, that hurts so bad. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a punch in the face. I, I got to do my job now and fight now. You know what I mean? It's different. It, it, it's, it's the truth, right? Yeah. And, you know, so 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 is it, it, that perception of, of have you had anything worse than this before? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, if you ever had sickle cell pain, you understand what real pain is. Like someone's trying to rip out an organ without using any anesthesia and using their bare hands trying to rip it out your body. That's how bad the pain can get. You know what I mean, versus right. like, okay, you know, like, like two weeks ago I hurt my ankle and I'm like, oh my gosh, my ankle hurts so bad. And I'm like, can I walk with it? Yeah, can I still do jump rope and do my burpees or whatever? Yeah, I can. If I shouldn't be. Right, but I wasn't doing it. You know what I mean? Type, type thing. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's, it's still not right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, I feel like, um, I feel like, like people don't really understand that, like, they think that fighters, I think, like, automatically just are just different kinds of people, and for the most part, they probably are. You know what I mean? To a certain degree, when we're talking like professional fighters, yeah. but like, what I try to explain to people is, is like. It really, you like, you can really be anybody and learn how to fight, like, learn some type of combative skill. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be, like, you know, a, a fucking Habib Nurmagomedov, right? Like, you don't have to be, like, you know, like, they automatically see these people in the UFC and they're like, oh, like, those guys are, like, on another level. It's like, yeah, they are on another level. That's why they're the pros, right? Exactly. Like, it's like the same thing with bodybuilding. It's like, yeah, you're never going to look like those guys up on stage, but like, that's not the point. Like those guys, yeah, they're, they're one of a kind, Yeah, yeah. but you're looking at the best in the world. Yeah. Especially like at UFC, right? Like you're looking at the best fighters in the world, but it doesn't mean you can't learn how to get hit and be okay with it. And it's like, I think most people just think that you're either born that way or you're not. It's really just a train to learn skill, just like everything else. Like, yeah. being able to take a punch like being able to get hit and just keep moving forward like that's a learned skill just like everything else not some people or it's instilled in them like from a very young age mm-hmm. based off of like you know whatever childhood they might have had or something like that like obviously like these guys who grew up in dagestan and stuff like they grew up in like a lot of harsher climates yeah. right so like they grew up in like a harsher world yeah. so like their life is just getting beat down constantly so it's not yeah. like they're used to that obviously at a much younger age but it's just like it doesn't matter if you grow up and you're like not a very like aggressive person. Like you don't know how to, you know, you're afraid of getting in fights, like whatever. It doesn't mean you can't like learn how to actually defend yourself, how to actually be able to take a hit and be okay with it. Like it's just a learn skill like everything else. You just have to be willing to take, to learn, take the first step. Like I think most people too, like they don't realize like after you said, like after you get used to it after a while, like it's not like as bad. It's just like the only Key is you just don't want to get knocked out. Yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 the, that's just the one thing that you don't yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I remember the first time I ever got choked out, um, like, in training, right? I, I, in a fight, I've never been knocked out. I, I mean, the first time I actually ever got choked out. Now, the first time I got choked out, I was actually in the eighth grade. And some friends of mine were all joking around. Somebody choked my, you out in eighth grade? Well, 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 let me tell the story. 
Who'd you go to so, school so, with? Or a Masvidal? What is right, it? Right. <laughs> so so we were all playing around, and a friend of mine who's like, you know, he was like 14 years, not 13 years old, and like probably six foot one, big, you know, big dude. And it's our last game of the year for baseball before playoffs started. So everyone was pumped up. We were like, you know, at that point, 15 and 0. So we were like, we're going to go ahead and smash these guys. And he picks me up. He's like, like, not really choking me on purpose, but he hit me from behind. He's not realizing that, you know, I'm like, at that time, like probably five foot four, five foot five. And he hits me around my neck and he lets me go. And I, I, I was out. He already choked me out that quick. So I fell, boom, smashed my head on the floor because I fell straight, boom, and blood splattered everywhere. I'm convulsing. Oh Everyone's I'm convulsing. I woke up and I was like, I'm dreaming. They're like, uh, no, go to the go to the nurse, go to the nurse. I'm fine. I'm, I'm so I changed my uniform. I feel blood running down my face. I was like, oh crap, type thing. Oh yeah. And it's funny because I always use that example of whenever someone was trying to choke me out in a fight, I'm like, if I can just remember that, if I start to go out, I'm just sleeping. Just keep, just keep moving. Just keep moving, trying to get out of it, whatever. And I, think I, I never got choked out in an actual fight, but I had a master that because I had never experienced being choked out, I'm, I'm with uh, a, a fellow a, a fighter, and he comes behind and just slots one right across my throat and gets me, and I Boom! I, I wake up. And I'm on the on the, the side of the wall like this. Like, what happened? What happened? Oh and we, yeah. I'm, and it's like, what the? I said, you got me. He's like, yep. Because I, I I was all I'm always I'm very very wiry, so I was always able to get out a lot of different things. And someone trying to put a hold on me, I'm like wiggling out of before. You know what I mean? So it's, it's always funny about doing things like that. But the whole idea is, if this happens to you once and you have that memory, we can click it on. Okay, this is what's going to happen. Okay, da, 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 and you keep fighting your way through it. Again, it's about building up the resiliency over and over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like this is how working out. Like, is kind of like in general, right? It's like you don't really fear it as much every time you go back or any activity. Yeah. Like you know, for the most part, for most people, when you try something new, you're probably going to suck at it, right? It's like. Yeah. It's like, you know, it, it's probably, it could possibly be uncomfortable depending on what it is. And yeah. so, like, I mean, like, you know, but the more you do it is like the more resilience you build up to it. But I guess, yeah, like life is like that. I, you know, I, I don't know what it is though. Like I've just like the past like few days, like, it's just like, um, yeah, like I don't like my, uh, my sleep is kind of sucked, but you know what I, I've, I've, uh, I started like for some reason, like I just started, like I it was not like a lot, but it was just like, um, <laughs> like occasionally like, i was just drinking like a little bit like the past like few days or so so it's probably like you know contributed to my lack of sleep a little bit because i don't really drink those of you who know me but um yeah so it was it started like with one like one night and then like like the next day i was like playing like uh playing poker and drinking like you know drinking a beer actually oh, cool. i think the first the first night, because I can't smoke weed when I play poker because I'll, I'll, you know, not be good. So I can't. <laughs> that's like you know, that's like the it's like the one thing I can't do. Like you playing like playing poker, I can't uh, can't can't win. So uh, I have to be had to be on my game. So like, I was I was drinking like casually, and I just I, I didn't like not getting drunk at, at all in any of these situations, but just like absolutely just destroying my sleep every time. Like I was saying. It happened. So like I, I but then actually it started with like a peptide mm -hmm. 
originally mm-hmm. I was like I was doing uh I did started taking Melanotan again. Um, and like the first day, dude, like oh my god, like it tore me it tore me up. Like I don't know if I just did too much, but I just for those of you who don't know, like um a side effect of Melanotan is it really increases blood flow to a specific area of the body on a consistent basis. <laughs> so like all night long, man, like I'm just He's, he's rolling over a, 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 on a peg leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. yeah. So I yeah, I was yeah, it was a mess. I was it was uh yeah, I just I was killing me that night. So I didn't get any sleep that night. The next day I'm celebrating some stuff. So, you know, I had a drink uh that night for like celebration purposes, go to play poker the next night. And uh didn't really expect it to do any of that, right? And then like sitting there like drinking a beer, playing poker. Melanotan, alcohol so you, and melanotan, <laughs> oh, melanotan, <laughs> how long does it cycle out your system? It takes ninety-six hours to cycle out your system. Probably melanotan, yeah. a half probably life probably of it. Yeah. Something like that. Probably something like that. Yeah, yeah. So you have melanotan in your system, you drink one night, and that actually goes, is it almost gonna reactivate it a little bit? Because of, of the ace aspects of alcohol, especially if you're drinking, you know, I didn't even think about that, but probably yeah, to a certain degree. So, like, I, you know, I really didn't. Yeah, it was. That's what have me. That's why have me to explain these things. Yeah, see, so you, you know, somebody somebody asked me. They were like, "When are we going to start doing a? Uh, are you guys ever going to do a um, an ask a doc uh, segment for uh, Charlie to answer questions?" And I was like. And I was like, it wouldn't be like, I, I wouldn't be a bad idea, but Charlie does have his own Instagram where he does <laughs> answer, actually answer questions on like his own shorts, his own podcast. So like, um, we could do it, but like, you know, uh, you guys just need to like also just follow him and uh, make sure Charlie if you guys have any questions. Question. But, 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 but the funny question. thing is, is, I mean, I'm one of those, those docs that, that I don't mind answering people's questions all the time. You know, as long as it's not as a question that, that um, I feel is a question that should be answered in a very scientific way. So I'm like, you know what? That, that, that question is so simple. I think you should start trying to compare answers and things like that. I'm quite sure you have, you have clients like that. that oh, have, yeah, no, 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 no. That's not really a question. You have a comparison answer type thing. So, um, you know. I, have, I have people used to ask me questions that are like, how much, uh, like, how many carbs should I have a day? And I was like, I don't even know how to fucking and like analyze that quite like I don't like what like what does that even mean like I don't even you know what I mean it's just like or they'll be like what should I eat like I, I love that I love that oh, I used to love that question no, no what should I eat no <laughs> like, no, no. <laughs> and it always comes with like Ooh, what do you eat right yeah. and then I'll be like well I can tell you like my diet but like my diet changes all the time like yeah. you know I don't have like a set regimen and when I was competing like I was like if you eat like I do, right? At like when I was like two hundred and thirty some pounds, yeah, yeah. I was like, you're gonna get fat. Like that's you know what I mean. Like you can't exactly. eat like me, exactly. and you probably couldn't even do it. I mean, most people probably couldn't even do it. First yeah. of all, like how I was doing in the off season, but like, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, no, I used to get questions like we talked about that one time. I remember like I was talking about that like because I I remember I told you so I have a story. <laughs> Those people who don't know, I was at a birthday party uh one night and because charlie and i were having this conversation about people asking us questions charlie was like you know if people ever ask you questions he's just like 
a trick that I used to use when I used to go to like parties and stuff is I used to always like fill up like a glass of like club soda or something like that, put a lime in it. Yep. And then like, and people would be like, Hey, can I ask you a question about this? It's like, Oh, sorry. I don't give medical advice uh, when I'm drinking. And I was like, wow, it's such a, <laughs> that's such a fucking like, like great, you know, piece of advice right there. But like, so yeah, so I'm at a party, I'm at a birthday party one night and it's like a birthday party of a girl like who I don't even really know. Like I just know her through this girl that I'm dating at the time. And, um, it's like one of her like good friends. Um, we go to this birthday dinner with all these people who I don't know. I only know, I only know one person and that's my girlfriend at the time at that table. And we think it's a great idea for some reason, because her friend brings edibles to the dinner. Mm. So she like asks me, she's like, cause my girlfriend was like, Oh, like, 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 like my boyfriend gets high all the time. Like, you know what I mean? All this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, I, which I don't, first of all, I don't want to clarify. I want to clarify. That's a rumor. And that's going around. It's not true. Uh, if you hear that's not true, I don't get high all the time. Someone actually asked if I'm high on the podcast. All, every really? time. I was like, do I seem like I am? I don't really feel like I am, but. That's yeah. funny. That's funny. Yeah, somebody has to, I've never done any drugs in my life. Never smoked weed. Nothing. I'm. I'm like. He's the only person that I would ever believe. That's that. Would, I would ever believe. Like when they said that. Like I go with it. I go with. I go with him on that because of like trust. Like Charlie's like one of the most unique individuals I've ever met in my entire life. So I'm like, if anybody's fucking like never done anything in their whole entire life, it's like, and he'd be. It's like it'd be him. Like, um, not my thing. Yeah. anyways uh so yeah somebody asked if i i got high or i was like no i've actually never been high on the podcast actually not even one time i've never actually i've never actually spoke for any episodes so thank you guys (laughs) thank you guys for assuming that i'm high i'm really glad that uh come across that way that's a wee ramble. That's a wee ramble. <laughs> <laughs> they like this assume that like this is like just like my like my high like demeanor, right? Did they find yeah, out yeah. it's just like I'm just actually this boring? Like it's <laughs> I'm just actually talk like this slow. Um, this is who we are, man. This is who I am. Get used to it. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so we're I we're, they're like these little square gummy things, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, like let's go, you know, like. I'm all about it. Like everybody else is drinking. Like I wasn't drinking at all the time. So I was like, fuck it. Right. So I take like one square and, uh, and I don't really like, it's just not like, I just don't feel like that high. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know, like I was like, fine. Like I'll, I'll probably be okay. Like just give me another half yeah. of the segment. <clears throat> I ended up eating the whole entire second gummy. Now I'm two gummies in, um, don't know what the milligrams on these things are at all. Right. Um, I think it was like an hour and a half in, like, I am like, I'm like in another dimension Yeah. at this yeah. dinner. I have no idea what's going on around me. Trying to eat my food. Can't really, can't really get there. Forgot I even had food in front of me at a certain oh. point. And, uh, and then in the meantime, I got these guys who are at the party and they're all asking me questions. I remember this one. Dude, like tries to get my attention he's like he's like hey man he goes uh i just want to know like if i want to get like bigger arms let's just say like, i just want to make my arms a little bit bigger like what do i need to do and i was like i was like that 
like I might I don't know at the meantime they're like I'm trying so hard to focus in on this guy. I feel like I actually gave really good answers for considering like how like like intoxicated I was like yeah and and like I'm blasted at this point and I'm sitting there trying to concentrate and I'm talking to this dude and I'm like I don't really know how to answer that man and he goes what do you mean I go I go, well, I was like, it's not really like, you know, like just one part. I was like, you have to like you have to eat more food and like, you know, train your arms. Like you have to train everything, right? Like yeah. you can't just like, there's nothing I can tell you just to do to get bigger arms. Like this doesn't work like that. Like you just have to like go all in or not. Like, yeah, exactly. and so I was like, I felt like my answer were pretty accurate. But yeah, I just remember like being like terrified when he was like trying to ask me questions. I was like, got like extreme, like my anxiety just goes through the roof, right? Because I'm just like, fuck. No, like this is like my worst nightmare. Like being stuck at a party and uh with a bunch of people I don't know who are asking me all questions about like how to how to do this, or like, what should I eat, or how much should I change my diet or whatever. They just went on all night long. I'm sitting there, I'm just like spouting off answers, right? I'm just like rolling with all these answers. Don't remember at all pretty much what I said or like the responses that I gave. But yeah. for the most part, what I can remember, I think they were actually pretty decent responses. So yeah. I would like to give myself credit for that because yeah. that was extremely <laughs> difficult for me. And if you didn't know, and if you're listening to this podcast and you were one of the guys at the party, just know that I was extremely high while I was giving you that advice. So it may not be the most accurate. I don't really know what to tell you. Um, and then like, I just remember like we were leaving and that was the first time, like <laughs> never, I never let anybody drive my truck. Like if anybody knows, like I don't let anybody drive my vehicles, mostly just for the fact that I don't want anybody else to feel responsible if something were to happen yeah. and it's, they're not, it's them driving. It's not me. Right. And so like, I just remember though, like I got in the driver's seat and I'm looking at the steering wheel. And I just, I just like look at my girlfriend and I was like, it's not happening tonight. We're either staying, we're either staying here. I was like, or you have to drive. And like, the problem was, is that she wasn't sober so she had been drinking at the party, obviously. Oh. So it really, but she was probably in a lot better position to drive than I was. Cause I was still like just in outer space. And at least she was like somewhere like closer to the ground. Right. So like she was in the, she was still in the atmosphere. Like I was on my, I was like sitting on Mars. You know what I mean? So like there really wasn't a debate. I was like, I just gotta like roll the dice with this one to see what happens. But yeah, that was like uh, an interesting experience. Um, I don't yeah. even know if she listens to this podcast or not, but it'd be funny if she did. But yeah, shout yeah. out to all my ex girlfriends who listen to the podcast. Yeah. Give her a shout out. <laughs> home uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out to Jade. <laughs> shout out to Jade from Newport Richie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're cool. We're cool. Uh, that's like the one, like the one ex that I'm like still like, we're still like, we're good. We're yeah. good. Everything's good. Not every, not everyone though. Not everyone. It, there's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a few of them that are, you know, I'm always like out there, I'm, I'm turning my head. You know what I mean? I'm watching my shoulders. You a bad, bad man. Looking around. <laughs> <laughs> always looking around. No, not, I mean, it's, it's funny because I, I was talking to older patient of mine today and he's had like three ex-wives and, and everything. And How do you get fun. to that <laughs> Right? How, do you, how do you get there? Like after the first one, I'm really questioning the second one, right? Like, right? Yeah. Right? I mean, 
So, I mean, and, and, and the funny thing was, he, he actually fast out and was like, you know what? All of, the, all of the divorces were my fault. He, was, he, was, he said, honestly, honestly, it was my fault. And I was like, why you say, he, he said, he said, honestly, is it one? He said, I'm, I'm not gonna blame it on being young and dumb. He said, but I was young, the first one, and I had no clue what I was doing. I thought, you know, being the man meant I had to break, make all the rules and everything else. The second one, I went back to old high school sweetheart that I thought was still in love with me and she was just crazy. But again, I messed that one up because I personally getting her help and working through the problems. He just, you know, did his own thing. Third one, you know, sort of, you know, love of his life. I've never met anyone like you end up being, you know, someone that he actually ended up hated, but now the person he's with now, and he's been, he's been with this person, but, but all these managers were, the first three were like real quick. You know, and was like, wow. So he's been married to this person now for over 30 plus years, has kids with her and everything else. And, and I'm telling you that the whole story is to say that the best thing that I, I've ever done um, before I got married and before I actually, you know, decided to really settle down and, and, and chill was I went back and most of my exes, you know, from college all the way until. I called them up and I apologized to them for anything that I've done. And but why did I do that? I personally did that because of the fact that I didn't want to take any baggage that I had from that previous relationship into my marriage or into another relationship. And I had to sort of release all that stuff. Um, and everyone answered their phone. That was a funny thing. Everyone answered their phone, which I was like, man, someone may try to get and stab me in the back or whatever because I, I was a jerk. <laughs> but... <laughs> But most of them actually, you know, all of them answer the phone and everyone's like, oh, no, you know, I understand. I said, no, nah. I said, listen, I said, I don't want you to think that one, every guy is like me, which I know, you know, but the same token is the energy you take along with you. It's almost like, um, you know, understanding that when you have sex with someone, you actually are exchanging DNA. You actually are exchanging hormones. I mean, and men, we, we give the women, if you, again, not using a condom, even in condoms, you have some sort of, you know, porous aspects of, but you are releasing, you know, over 200 something different hormones and women are releasing, you know, uh, about the same as well. So there is an, an actual exchange of energy, but also DNA, different information that you're giving to each other and you carry that around with you. So it can be emotion, it can be, you know, uh, uh, just DNA itself. But releasing yourself from it, from an emotional standpoint, will actually put you in a different place when you are really trying to find that one that's really for you and bring that person into your life, into your circle and really make things more homogenous as well. I know I went off from a deep end, you know, with all this, but the same token, I'm I'm, huh? That was really deep. Yeah. 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 Took my my statement, like really, really, this is what he does. This is why, this is why, this is why we're best friends. That's why we're here. (laughs) <laughs> but, but, but yeah it, it's one of those things that you know I, I really want people to really think about you know everything you're doing because again as an alpha and i, I don't consider myself an alpha i'll tell you the reason why i don't consider myself an alpha the reasons why it's not because of the fact that you know i have a, a title in front, in front of my name or behind my name or whatever my big account or my assets or any of those things i'm an alpha because of the fact that i am trying to make everyone around me better every day that I make myself. Mm. And by making myself better, I'm making them better. And by making them better, I am trying to make them make me be better as well. That's on my alpha. 
You know what I mean? Like the, the old adage is, is like most people want to leave from the, the front of the pack. I want to leave from the back of the pack. I mean, I'm directing individuals on where to go with their lives and things that are sort. That's why it's a of alpha. And it's not the crap. You know, you, you have these guys that, oh, you know, you know, you got a high earn. I'm a 1%. Who gives a shit about your money? Who gives a shit about yeah. you know, how many sales you have and all these other things? Who have you brought along with? And who are you actually not teaching what you're doing? But you were poured into from a perspective of now is a generational thing that you're able to teach and teach and teach by example and lead by get real, real good examples of how you're living your life. So I want someone to sort of say, come into my life and say, wow, like this, he's a cool guy just because of the fact that the way he lives, the way right. he lives. you know, not because of the fact that, you know, luxury car or that all this other crap or whatever. It's not crap. It's, it's you know, it's great stuff. I'm a butt off for it. But same token, as I tell those you told you before, man, I said, I give way more than I make. Yeah. I mean, I was like, and, and, and you know, my wife hear me say that again, she'll punch me in the face. But I mean, <laughs> it's, 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 it's the truth. I mean, it, and the reason why I do that is because of the fact that I'm like, I've been blessed with the ability to, to make money. You know, like if I need to make money, okay, great. I got I to pay something or bills something, whatever. Okay, great. We figure out the best way I can do that the most ethical way. And by the grace of God, we've given this talent to go ahead and things start to come together homogeneously, and it'll happen. And then why not share that wealth with other people who actually need it versus saying, okay, well, we go ahead and buy another Ferrari, but I don't have a Ferrari. But whatever luxury car I have. <laughs> 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 you, know, you get what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not that important to, to have all these things versus being able to feed to other individuals to build them up to a certain level. That, yeah, that, no. It's more fun. Like, it's more fun to like be able to, you know, uh, maybe make somebody's day. Like you just go in, like change their life because yeah. you give them like, you know, um, like I, you know, I never forget, like, um, gave this dude one time I was in Chicago and, uh, this was like back when like, we were doing like appear on conferences and stuff. Yeah. And, and I'm in Chicago. I'm like walking it was like for a Sunday conference. And I'm like walking on the streets and there's like kind of like nobody out. It's like kind of weird. And uh, it's like really early in the morning, like Sunday morning, there's like nobody on the streets. And it's like kind of weird because like every other day I've been there, I've been like packed. So like kind of like looking around, like it's a little bit like, you know, it's a little bit shady out, you know? And I'm like, this dude like just pops out of nowhere. Right. And he's like, Hey, like, uh, yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah. It's <laughs> like, I was like a little bit like, you know, I was a little bit like cocked back and he goes, and he's like, uh, hey, like, uh, you know, like, let me clean your, sh- like, can I clean your shoes? Like, let me clean your shoes, like, whatever. And I can just tell, like, this dude was just like, uh, you know, he just wanted to like get somebody's business. Yeah. Like, he'd been waiting there probably like I don't know how long, right? To like just for somebody to walk by. Yeah. So like, meanwhile, like me, like I'm kind of taking this dude, like, just you know, that face value. I'm just like, you know, kind of, but obviously for good reasons, right? You know, there's yeah. not really anything wrong with also being like aware and you know, making sure that nothing's going on because you want to make sure you never like let your guard down just because you're afraid that makes you a bad person. It doesn't I have news for you because yeah. it's important, you know, yeah. so especially when you're in a, you know, city that's known for having more deaths than like, you know, in some of the, in some of the Middle Eastern wars, you know what I mean? That go on, but, uh, like he, he starts cleaning my shoe and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And just cleaning one of my shoes and like, he does like a decent job. And he's like, you know, and I'm like, you know, how much, you know, how much do I, he's like, he's like, you know, five bucks or something like that. And, you know, like, I don't really carry cash on me, you know what I mean? So I just had like, 
whatever I had with me, you know, like had like a few, like, you know, like I had some twenties and stuff in my wallet. So I just like pull it out. And I'm like, I'm like, man, like, you know, like I don't really, I don't have a five on me and he doesn't have any change. I was saying, Hey, but you know what? Take this 20. I go, you just keep it, keep the change. Yeah. He was like, really? Like he just couldn't believe it. Right. He was like, he's like, man, like, like you don't understand. Like, you know, like this is like, you know, like he starts worrying about like him, like feeding his family and like all this stuff. And like, you know, like, struggle like in the struggling like finding a job like who knows like how much of his story is you know true or accurate or whatever like but i mean it doesn't matter like i made this dude's day i could change his whole life just because i gave him like 20 bucks over you know five dollars and like you know to me like at the time it's nothing right like just to give him like a 20 bucks like let's walk away like a 20 bucks like doesn't mean as much to me as like it meant to this guy so it made me feel a lot better to give it to him and give it to somebody who you know, was just exchanging me another service or like whatever. Like that was just like, you know, just a typical thing yeah. that was just, you know, like, I mean, I could have put that 20 towards, you know, buying like, you know, something while I was there, I could have went to like a really expensive store and I could have put that 20 towards buying something with my other money. You yeah. know what I mean? Instead I gave it to this guy and it's like, you know, yeah. which one really makes me feel better. It's like probably like giving it to this guy and really like oh. hearing a story, regardless of whether it's true or not, it makes me feel better knowing that I maybe did something for somebody to change their life. And just that moment, like made his day, then just giving it to some, you know, retail store, you know, it's already making like tons of money every single day from everybody else. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it's the small yeah. story, but. No, I mean, and to piggyback on that, I mean, as an, you know, employer and, and still after over a decade plus, you know, you know, having businesses, it's still kind of weird for me to say I'm an employer than I am because I pay a whole lot of taxes doing that. But, the thing that I always ask my employees when I first hire them, and I do it several times a year, actually, which plans where your goal, you know, give me your three, six, nine, one, three, five. Uh, my, your three-year plan, uh, your three, three-month plan, six-month plan, nine-year plan, one-year, three-year, five-year plan, either for working here with me and the company and also your personal life. And I always try to see where I can help these individuals out. You know, I, I've helped, you know, my employees go to school, finish paying for school for them, or they want to learn a new skill that's going to be applicable to my company. But it's, sometimes even if it's not, I'll help them with that as well. But one of the biggest thing, and this is also because I have international businesses as well, and I also love seeing this internationally as well, is seeing these people in such different places. Like seeing these people that have been walking and taking a bus or taking a train to actually come work for us, and now they have cars. You know, some, you know, and then move from there to now, not just, you know, living in an apartment, actually being able to afford a house and things of that sort. And for me, that's the overall joy of being able to say, I'm able to give back. And even if it's like, okay, can I get more myself? I can, but the same token, why would I take this huge salary if I can now feed to my people who are enjoying their life? And I, I don't have a bad life either, you know what I mean? So, right. Like, you know, but like for me, that's about being an alpha and that embodies me as being an alpha is that right there. I care more about my pack than me caring about what's, you know, what I'm packing in, in my bank account and, and, uh, and all these assets. Well, yeah, that doesn't mean though, like guys, it doesn't mean like live in a box and like give everything, everything you got to everybody else here. It's not what Why I'm not saying. Do that, man. I mean, you can, if you want, like, I mean, you can leave your life, you know, go like, you know, live on like an island. Like, I mean, that, that's, that's the reason why I said, you know, this is about, I consider myself now because again, right. I don't give myself title. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it's funny, but 
And when someone, you know, I, I think you actually asked me that question about, you know, a couple weeks ago. And I was right. like, oh, it's the reason why. I mean, it, it, it's not because of, you know, me being able to use firearms or being a, a fighter or all these alkalis, whatever is really, it gets my care for people around. You know, I, I want to lead doing that. I want to be, you know, the apex guy for doing all that stuff. I want to ask you about the image thing. To what? Which I want to ask you about the image. Thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. I was like it's confused. I was like, uh, like, what? Ask, I was like, when to ask an insightful question like that? <laughs> he has a ton of questions. That's the reason why he has a ton of questions. So that's why, <laughs> so that's why he's like, which? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Which, <laughs> which question? <laughs> which question? Ten thousand eighty. You know, he's not this joke. Yeah, yeah, but but it's, it's but that's also part of of me being able to continue to get back you know I, I don't learn this stuff to pack it away and hide it or, or have it as an industry secret i i try to give my knowledge to people for free and if they want to use my services for them they want to use my services it is where it is man you know that's that's the, yeah. that's the biggest thing no i think like you know i don't i i, I also like i just i think people get confused uh with like the name of the channel and they think it's like you know, like I'm trying to throw in like, you know, like because like the word alpha is like gotten like so overused and it's like yeah. become like this almost like a bad terminology, you know, it's something bad, something bad to call yourself, you know what I mean? Like all this stuff and like almost like a cheesy thing to use. It's like, you know, I think like for me, like I'm really looking at it as like the term of like, you know, alpha, you know, is the first letter of the Greek alphabet, you know, it comes at the beginning, you know, and, um, to me, like part of being a leader is being that person that comes at the beginning that takes the step for everybody else that stands behind them and like makes sure that the path is clear and make sure that the path is safe, right? That's what the alpha, like, you know, in a pack does, you know what I mean? Like he kind of like takes over the role of like the leadership of the pack and everything. But to me, like, that's kind of what it means is like, it, you know, the person that kind of comes at the beginning, like, the first person to take the step, the first person to take the leap, the first person to take the jump. And I kind of just like named like the, you know, the, the podcast that just because of the fact that like, you know, it came from me just trying to create a name originally just for like, you know, my health company. And then it was just like, you know, my health coaching business. And it was just like, you know, I wanted something that really like spoke about like to people, like what I'm about. And to me, it's just like creating a generation of people who all took the leap first, right? It's like, it's like creating a, a sort of a collective of a group of people who all make the jump forward to do something new. Because like my whole point was like, we've been stuck in this rut. Like we've been like not moving forward now for so long, right? Like you think about all like the advances and everything and health and all this stuff that we made you know, we made these, there were the times we made these big leaps and I almost feel at times now I can look at things. I almost feel like we're moving backwards because, you know, we have more than ever, but like people are also, you could consider us to be unhealthier than ever. And it's like, yeah. So it's like, you know, that's why I was like, we got to make a leap. We got to change something. We got to jump forward. So to me, it was like, creating a new generation of people. And it was like not a generation and a standard of like the people coming up now, but it's like people of any age, people of any color, people of any background, whatever, 
Like you all can be a part of a new generation of a group of collective that makes a jump forward to want to do something different. So like it kind of became that for the podcast because it was like every person that I decided to have on was sort of like a person who I feel is doing something different to kind of jump forward, to kind of step out of the bounds of like what normal society is set for us. So it's like, that's everybody always asks me like, what kind of guests do you have on? Like, who do you speak to? Like, blah, 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 blah. like what's the you know prerogative of your podcast? And I'm like, for those people who don't listen, I'm like, it's really just someone who I just feel like really matches, you know, the mentality of what I think it means to be alpha. And like, that can be male or female, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, it means that they're just somebody who's trying to do something different. They're trying to jump forward in their industry or in their life from people around them, or they, or they maybe have done something different in their life compared to everybody that's around them. Right. So like, I feel like a lot of people who hang out, who hang around with a lot of people who I spend my time with, like are all people who are trying to make a difference. They're trying to jump forward. They're trying to make a new prerogative in their life compared to what they've come up around or what they've been around or what they could have been based off of their environment that they came from. And it's like, you know, we all want to be something that's when you're part of generation alpha, you're part of something new. You're part of something moving forward. You're part of something different. You're coming first, right? Like this is the first movement towards something better. So like, that's the whole part of me of like, that's what generation alpha means to me. And that's like what the name like stands for. And obviously it can, it can mean like whatever you want it to, right? Like it can mean whatever it, you want it to, to you. I'm just telling people so they understand the name of the channel, like what really came to my mind and like how I kind of choose people to bring on. Yeah. So, I mean, like, like, you know, I was posting like, you know, like obviously like, you know, my partner in like real estate, you know, guy, the, the girl who got me into real estate and everything, uh, who we, we both know, uh, sort of, you know, a little bit, but, uh, like, uh, her and Charlie spoke at the same conference. It's exactly, that's actually how I met her is because Charlie was speaking at a conference, pulled me in and somebody commented today on my story. Cause I always share like her stuff that she posts, like when she's like, doing an education, you know, live video or like whatever. It's like, cause she does a lot of stuff in real estate that people don't really think about or know about. People have a very, very like small minded view of what it means to get into real estate. It's like, yeah. So like, right. So like, I always be like, Hey, like, you know, you don't know how to do this. Like I share this. I'm like, listen, listen, listen to her, open up your mind, you know, give yourself 30 minutes. You don't have to listen to the whole entire thing, but just, you know, change your perspective for like 30 minutes. Yeah. Just listen to what she has to say or what her guest has to say when she brings on. And um, somebody like commented on like the story that I posted when I shared like the live that she's doing Friday. And they were like, they were like, well, like, cause I was making a statement about like how, like, you know, you can learn how to like modify your income streams, like blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, this is going to educate you. And they were like, they're like, you know, well, aren't you a bit biased because like, you know, like, cause you two are friends. I'm like, Obviously, yeah, like I'm biased for all my friends, right? But like, it doesn't mean that nobody in my circle offers anything of value when I share your stuff. Yeah. It doesn't mean, hey, obviously I'm biased. Like I'm going to share your stuff over somebody else's, but I'm friends with people who provide the highest quality of value exactly. because that's who I place myself around. I don't place yeah. myself around people who are, you know, not necessarily to say like losers, but I'm just saying like in a sense of just like, I don't place around myself around people who are just, you know, just kind of just missing in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just always kind of just, you know, purposely not giving a shit. Yeah. And I'm, I place myself around people in my life who I spend my time and I, 
put my time around people in my life who represent the brand of what Gener Alpha, Generation Alpha means to me. And that's the whole thing of like, they're doing something different. They're changing the prerogative. They're changing people's minds. They're opening up, you know, new ideas and things. And so like, yeah, I mean, like everybody who I put on, I'm always going to be a little bit biased to what they're doing, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that they can't give you value. Yeah. And, and I piggyback on that just a little bit. And it's not even just the people you have on, it's also the sponsors that, 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 you know, cause you know, of course, you know, generation alpha, yes. Or getting sponsors. And things we are like getting that. sponsors so, guys. You know, <laughs> we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Exactly. And, but, but, but the beautiful thing with that is, you know, you don't want to sponsor, have anyone just sponsor no. your, uh, yeah. your show either. It, it is, it's really about who, what company is also embodying that, um, you know, and, and, and that's the biggest thing that I always have as well. You know, people want me to, you know, push a product form and all that. There's nothing wrong with that, but I'm like, if you're not in line with what I'm in line with, you know, you might have a great product, but I'm like, I'm just not the right fit. I'm you know, and, and yes, I'm, I'm missing out on money and, and yada, 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 but it has to be that right fit. So when, when, when you have a certain moral value or, or vision for what it is you're, you're doing, you can let distractions get in front of you as well. You have to also sort of say, wow, you know, are you looking at the monetary value of it and how it's going to take you off your path? Or are you looking at essentially, is this going to be another step to you in you know, reaching the goal that you actually have intended as well? And some things can spawn into craziness that you never even dreamt of. It can be beautiful, but at the same token, what's the essence of the reasons why you're starting things too? So, you know, it's a matter of just, you know, staying true to who you are on a constant basis. So that's just my two cents as well. <laughs> and yeah, so I mean, like, it's just everybody who I have on, everybody who I bring around the podcast, like the message that we're always trying to spread. It's not like this is a podcast that kind of started around health because that's like was originally like my sole like, you know, thing that I was doing at the time when I started it. So it's like, I didn't really know anybody else, right? <laughs> that was the connections that I had to bring on. Like that was my life as my world was like bodybuilding and health longevity experts, that kind of stuff. So like that, those are the people that I had to bring on now because my network has become more expansive. Like me moving to Florida, it's opened up new doors to me, meeting all kinds of new and interesting people. So I'm able now to really, you know, broaden the podcast, you know, just past just bringing people in that are just centered in the health business you know, we're in the bodybuilding world. Um, you know, we're all about bringing people on who are, um, you know, just like I said, trying to, trying to make that leap forward, trying to do something different, trying to open up new doors and really feel like they're pioneers in what they're doing and they're changing the game and whatever it is that they, that they're passionate about. And so, you know, and obviously, you know, this is my thing is like, if you guys who are listening out there and you want to, you think that you match the, you know, idealism that I share on this channel and that, you know, you guys like think that, you know, you want to come on, you want to share your story, you want to be known, like you want to, you know, people to hear what you're doing, like, you know, reach out to me, like, um, reach out to me on my Instagram. Like you guys can always see me on my Instagram. The podcast is actually going to have its own Instagram actually here moving forward. Uh, where we're actually going to be sharing more stuff. Um, and I'll get, you know, we'll, we'll have that all set up and we'll give information about that. But, um, you guys can always message me on my Instagram, which is just Dan Fazio underscore. And you guys can always just write me a DM and just be like, Hey, like, this is, you know, this is what I do. This is who I am. It doesn't matter if I know you, I'm always willing to hear you out. And, uh, you know, I'm always willing to bring new people on and, uh, you know, listen to what you have to offer. And I feel like it really matches, you know, what we're putting out 
then you know then i'll definitely be looking forward to having you on so um to move that forward i want to talk about some things that are coming in the podcast mm-hmm. uh moving forward so we have some really exciting things coming um you know we got a lot of things moving forward i want to make one thing clear a lot of people are like I hear you talk a lot about real estate now. You talk a lot about this, blah, blah, blah. what happened to bodybuilding? What happened to health coaching? All this. First of all, um, I am kind of moving away from like the health coaching, the health coaching business a little bit. Uh, I'm getting more into more of the administrative side of like kind of connecting the right people um, who are more expert, you know, more experts and can really help people who really need very specific based help. Um, in certain areas, uh, the first step, the way that we're doing that is we're actually moving forward, opening up. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys will know this already a little bit, but we're actually opening up, um, our first clinic in Miami, uh, this year it is coming the first generation alpha health clinic. I don't know if it's actually, we call generation alpha health. Uh, we're kind of still playing around with the name, but you know, that will be absolutely established, you know, before we launch and the actual launch date. We'll obviously, you know, be going and we'll be promoting it here on the podcast and everything. But like um, that specific clinic, the first clinic will actually just be centered mostly around like sexual health, um, that kind of stuff, you know, helping people treat people who have, you know, sexual dysfunction, um, you know, hormone issues, all that kind of stuff, you know, any kind of like genitalia malformations or anything like that, or like anything that's going on that's not right. We're going to take care of all that. And we're also going to be able to take you up a notch if you want to go up a notch. So uh, we're going to be able to open up all kinds of new doors for people and in that area. And, you know, um, we feel like Miami is a great place to start. It's my favorite city in the world. Want to be able to bring my first, you know, clinic down there. And I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Uh, If you guys have been listening to me or following me for a long time, you guys know that like opening up a health center, opening up a health clinic has been a big dream of mine now for some time. And finally making that dream happen, finally moving the first step forward with opening up this first small clinic space and getting that going. So, and, um, with that being said, what's moving forward with the podcast is I've had a lot of people ask this question is when are you guys going to start doing video? I want to see, you know, I want to be able to watch videos. So I totally hear you. And, uh, I feel like it is definitely important. And I did promise you guys before we started season two, that there would be video coming eventually in season two. And I wanted to be happy to announce that I actually have a videographer now who's going to be able to set that up. And he's going to be doing that from now on. And our first guest for actually doing one live video is actually gonna be a pretty big guest guys. I can't give away the name right now, uh, but you guys will be pretty blown away. It's not, it's not Charlie guys. I'm sorry. It's uh sorry to disappoint you guys, but no, it's uh yeah. So you guys, we're talking like, you know, um, an individual who has uh, half a million followers. So, uh, you know, it's, this is our first like really big, like, I guess you could say celebrity based guest. Uh, you know, they've been on billboards in times square. Um, so it's a pretty big deal. I don't want to give too much away because I don't want to spoil the surprise. When we actually book the date for everything, uh, you guys will know all that. And that will be the first ever aired episode live recording of the Generation Alpha podcast. And that will be live on our YouTube channel um, starting with that episode. And that will be coming real soon. So that's to answer that question. To get into what Charlie was saying earlier, Generation Alpha is now accepting one of its first sponsors ever. 
And we got a few sponsors actually coming into the game, but I want to be able to bring Charlie on here because one of our first sponsors is actually going to be Healing Blends Global, which is the um, birth child of Mr. Dr. Charlie. And, uh, and so I, I'll turn it over to you and you can kind of explain a little bit about the brand and sort of, you know, how you got started with all that and, you know, how we kind of came into connection. Yeah. I wanted to make this happen. You know, um, healing blends, and it's, it's, it's funny to even you know, have that name because I, I didn't choose that name. So someone told me I have to, I have to like name the company, and I used to do some names on this. Yeah, that sounds great. But um, it's essentially my supplement company. My supplement company, I am like 90% like just straight herbals um, for almost any condition. Um, I, I'm expanding the line out. But it started off with, um, again, sickle cell disease because I have it. And everything that um, I produce, I've had clinically researched um, with papers in the whole nine and several and many different hospitals. Um, and most of our products are working for, well, I'm saying for sickle cell disease. We, our latest study, we had a 97% success rate to get individuals out of pain and also building um, uh, red blood cells and their hemoglobin levels and having beautiful lifestyles. Um, our uh, diabetic one, one called A1 Care, we've been able to actually reduce um, the, uh, the prevalence of type 2 diabetes and actually start to repair the insulin of the pancreas, which is, is where the insulin is actually being produced as well. And all the subsequent research, our HT in care, our you know, EF arthritis is, is, <laughs> is funny because um, internationally, like I said, I have a lot, a lot of rugby guys I know, a lot of footballers. Not soccer, it's football in other countries, guys. A lot of footballers I know that are are taking my EFR arthritis like wildfire, and, and and these guys are like, man, I can start playing again because you know, because you know, everything I've done, I've created myself. You know, I, I have nothing off the shelf, um, and it's been a labor of love. Why um, am I speaking in these terms? You know, when we're looking from a genetic standpoint. Um, we know that herbs are our first medicine. We know that our body recognizes herbs as being the, the first medicine. And when, you know, I was uh, just blessed to be able to have the ability to put these formulas together after doing years, like decades worth of research with them, I was able to combine things together that are given real clinical benefits and people are, are seeing a difference. Um, that's also allowed us to build hospitals and clinics internationally. Uh, in different countries that desperately need hospitals and clinics or clinical repairs and things of that sort that we sponsor. Um, so that's that's the whole premise behind the the brand is is doing things that others are are not willing to do, and as well as um, making sure that everything is everything is efficacious. I'm not as I said, I don't do pixie dust. You know, I'm not just selling another vitamin C. I'm selling things that are really shaping and, re- and changing individuals' lives. The testimonials um, that, that we have had, you know, um, from parents and, you know, grandmothers. I mean, my uh, 96-year-old uh, grandmother who died last year, she was still taking EF arthritis and said that's the only thing that kept her walking. She was still trying to do between 5,000, 10,000 steps a day, you know, uh, before she died. So it was a beautiful thing to see her even use that, man. So long story short, the reason why I wanted to is not because, you know, I'm co-hosting whatever. It was like, um, it was time for us to be prepared with a brand that I can actually say I'm, I stand behind and Generation Alpha being first, being, you know, someone who's starting something that is not like anything else out there. 
you know, uh, I know some people who are just trying to stay in the, the gut space or whatever, or, or just trying to jump on any bandwagon. I'm not a bandwagon jumper. I'm a, I'm a trailblazer. Um, just give you a case in point, just to talk about sickle cell disease. Let's say in, in Africa, we have probably over 50 to 60 million individuals with active sickle cell disease in the entire country. And most most um, kids that are born with sickle cell disease don't live past the age of five years old. Um, and the government has the funds to do it, but they don't have people who are willing to stay in their country and treat these individuals. Uh, so part of what we're doing is now having to spend money to educate the government on how to treat their people as well. So that's how deep we're in there. And we have these other big drug companies doing some things and they're, they're just they're trying to get money where they're trying to educate individuals. And this is this is one reason why I said, you know, I, I don't have my my um my McLaren right now because I'm spending all my money helping these people. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the essence of, of, you know, my heart and, and why I want to pair with Generation Alpha because that's why, you know, Dan started this whole thing is to really answer those questions that weren't being answered. And I'll take a step back when Dan said he's getting away from health coaching. He's not leaving the space, guys. What he's doing is he's transitioning and being able to reach a wider audience because health coaching right. is a one-on-one thing. What he's trying to do is not a one-on-one, but a one-to-many type thing with this podcast, but also partly that into now having a clinic where he's able to do the, the one-to-many and spread his knowledge a- around as well. Right. Trust me, he's been asked by by different peptide SARMs uh, con- uh, uh, companies you know, about his knowledge of, uh, of these things as well. So they're coming to him um, asking questions and how to better position themselves too. So, so we're dealing with someone that has the knowledge, but also now um, starting to have the ability to, to really spread it about. So, so don't, don't be fearful. You can still call him and, and he'll still coach you. <laughs> A few of you, yeah, uh, still got your, still got your back. Don't worry about it. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, 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 you know, again, just, just to sort of round things out a little bit, you know, as I was saying, the whole thing about genetics and, and herbs, whatever, you know, we've had herbs for in the beginning of time. We've had medicines the last 100, 150 years. And uh, the, the stat that came out just a couple of weeks ago was the average American male has lost our life expectancy by up to 4.8 years now, Right. And average female is around 3.2 years that we've lost. So we have all this technology, all these abilities to do all these great things, but we die at an early age. And this is like not even COVID-related stuff. This is just pure mobility, you know, and we're, we're not living as long as we were before. Why is that? Because we're so bogged down with trying to take a medication, thinking that our numbers are good, but we're still feeling like shit. So... One reason why I started using herbs, I was like, I feel great using herbs. You know, I mean, I can do virtually anything I want to do. And I'm like in my late 40s, almost 50 years old. And trust me, I can still outrun and outjump people half my age. And the reason why is because right. of what I do with my body. That's it, bro. Yeah. No, I mean, and, you know, we're obviously like really excited to really bring on, um, you know, obviously you be my co-host from every beginning. This is like, this is like the... This is like the podcast we've the first podcast we've done in like a while where it's just like been like me and you. Yeah, you know, we haven't we haven't done one we haven't done one in a minute uh, where it's just been like uh, me and you on here. I've been having a lot of great guests on and everything, and I've uh, been really you know happy with all that. Um, but you know, Charlie was like the first person like I reached out to to really like you know bring this podcast to life. 
uh, because I knew like, you know, just like, just, just me, like, I just didn't know like how well it was going to go. And I was like, I just need somebody who like really fits like everything that I feel like my mentality brings forward. And we can kind of like play off that and, and go forward. And it's been like an extreme success. And, you know, I'm super, super thankful to all of you who have, you know, taken the podcast to like new heights now that I never thought it would, it would ever reach. That was never in my, you know, um, you know, mentality to reach. I just did it because I was, you know, I just enjoyed doing it and, uh, you know, enjoyed having people on, enjoyed having these conversations and I enjoyed bringing, you know, new knowledge, new thoughts, new, you know, capabilities to people who never thought certain things, you know, maybe hadn't heard these certain ideas and to bring these people to the forefront to where they could give my listeners, uh, new thoughts, new ideas, and kind of open up their minds on new things. Like that was the whole point of the podcast. And, um, that's the only thing I cared about. And it was the only reason I did it. And I was like, I wanted to be able to do that and be able to listen and for people to, you know, enjoy and feel like they're getting some kind of value out of it in their life. And also to kind of listen and be able to have fun, right? Like we have fun on the podcast. It's not just all seriousness. We joke around, we have a good time, make people laugh. Uh, everybody like, loved like the episode like me and you and Mark did together. Cause they were like, it's hilarious. Like, you know, they're like, it's just, we had a, yeah, a great time listening. I got so much good feedback on that. And it's just like, so, you know, we have like, you know, we make everything is just like, so you can sit down, listen to an episode, turn it on, whether you're driving to work, driving to the gym or listening, you know, late at night before you go to bed or like whatever. So you can sit there and you can, you just feel like you're, you're sitting here with us having this conversation. That's what I've always wanted is for yeah. people to be able to sit down and feel like they're listening and they're a part of the conversation. Cause every podcast that I've ever listened to that I love that I've always been a fan of is like, you know, I always felt like if like it's a great podcast, it like makes you feel like you're in the room having the conversation with the host and the guest. And yeah, so like, you know, that was my goal with the podcast. Never care if it went like through the roof, never care if it like went ultra successes. Like I just love doing it. Uh, and I've, if there's enough people out there who are listening, who enjoy listening to it and enjoy like, you know, feeling to get something from it. I don't care if it was like one person, 10 people, you know, hundred people never thought it'd be like, you know, 15,000 people. So mm -hmm. the fact that we've reached those numbers already in the podcast, like just being and still in like its early stages is just like unbelievable to me because i don't even have that kind of following you know my personal social media that that's that high so it's you like don't? you don't no yeah no i you know and i didn't i didn't buy my followers like everybody else right right <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to call anybody out but you know what i mean like yeah we know a few right. so uh yeah so you know everything's just kind of grown organically with me and um you know but super thankful to you guys to catch you know catching on like listening to everything it's it's been unbelievable um, so yes, and that's, you know, it's opening doors for us to be able to do new things and to bring, you know, exciting new guests onto the show. And, um, you know, that's, you know, it's all because of you guys. And so also a lot of the reason, you know, another question that you guys like to ask is like, are you ever going to start doing merch for the show? Because I think all, a lot of people who are watching the live version of when we did the episode with Mark, they saw the alpha thing on my shirt and they thought that it was like with the podcast this is not the <laughs> you can't see it right now but like i'm still wearing i'm wearing the exact same tank that i was in that episode <laughs> it's one of my favorite things i bring it back for good luck it's yeah, the only reason why the only reason why he's wearing a tank he, he wants to show his guns you know what i mean I, i'm at work that has got done working out it's got you know, it's got done training arms charlie I mean, charlie was 30 minutes late getting on so he <laughs> so i had to go train sorry. i had to go train arms you know, 
I had the work where I live in, you know, he's got to get that McLaren. He's working his way up. He's got, he had to put in the extra 30 minutes to work the way up to McLaren. Uh, Anyways. Trying to build his next hospital is what I'm trying to do, brother. Trying to build his second hospital. We're going to get there. Um, Anyways, back to the merch. Uh, yes, eventually the answer is yes. We will have our own Generation Alpha clothing line, clothing brand. It's going to be have stuff centered around the podcast. Uh, if you guys have ideas of stuff that we say on the show that you'd want on, want on a shirt or want on a sweatshirt or like whatever, like if you guys have funny ideas or things like that, like, you know, because I want to be able to do like character, different character stuff, you know, on the show because we have a lot of different characters that come on. And so I want to be able to kind of have stuff that, you know, you guys like um, that, you know, maybe you have something that you find funny, you know what I mean? You guys have a favorite guest or whatever. So um, shoot me ideas. Let me know what you'd want to see, you know, on the clothing ideas, what you'd want to see on the merchandise um, and what you guys be interested in. Like, so my whole thought is to kind of do like more of like an athleisure wear line, but, you know, I mean, always open to ideas of new, uh, new and different things. So, you guys let me know uh, what you'd be open to, and I'm always open to hear new ideas from everyone. But yes, eventually the answer is we will eventually be having um, our own clothing line, merchandise line, where we'll have all kinds of cool things for you guys and probably do like the cups and all that stuff too and the, you know, the, you know, the thermo cups and you know whatever they do now so we'll be doing all the mugs and everything in the glass <laughs> the shakers yeah we gotta we gotta have a shaker for sure 100 percent. i'm definitely that, it's every bodybuilder's dream to eventually have their own protein powder inside the shaker <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's another episode that's another episode another episode, <laughs> another episode entirely um yeah, so, uh, yeah, let me know what you guys want, uh, and I'll be happy to open and listen to your ideas. But, yes, merchandise is coming. And, um, yeah, just super thankful uh, to be able to have, you know, to announce, you know, having Charlie's Company be our first sponsorship and move forward with that. Uh, I think we're actually going to be able to have, like, I'll have, like, a code for you guys because I'll be able to actually have my own little, like, sure. thing where you guys will be able to go on the website and actually uh, have something that I have, like, laid out for you guys that I've chosen as my own special package. But if you guys want to check them out in the meantime, you guys can always go to healingblendsglobal.com and you guys can check out their website and, uh, you know, read all about their company, uh, read all about all the different products and everything that they offer. Um, really amazing brand. Uh, they're, you know, Charlie and his team are doing, you know, just absolutely an incredible job. And, um, you know, it's really awesome to have this be a part of the podcast. And I, it's something I can feel like honored to really feel like it's, part of it because it's a good product you know i feel like i'm giving people access to something that's really going to potentially anybody out there they could you know change their life maybe change open them up to a new idea that they think like you know something that's going on with me isn't being able to take it's not going to be able to take care of and they can go on there and see that there could be a possible solution for them just simply by adding something into their daily regimen so to have the ability to give you guys that is really awesome for me so super excited about that and uh, we also have two more sponsorships that are also coming onto the show as well. And we will announce those as I bring the guests on who will be a part of those and they will be coming on the show and they'll be doing, talking about their brand and uh, how they're going to be a part of the show, just like Charlie did today. So um, yeah, so a lot of exciting things moving forward with the podcast. 
videos coming, YouTube channels coming, uh, that will all be announced. Um, probably in the next episode, I'll have all that info. Oh, we got a, I got, uh, Michael, Michael's actually calling me right now. Should I answer? Uh, Should I put him on the podcast? Oh no. Of all people. <laughs> yeah, I want to put him on. I'm going to answer. Yo, Mike. Hey, Daniel. How are you? What's up, man? Hey, you're, we're on the, we're on the, we're on the podcast right now. You're live. Charlie's Charlie's on here with me. Okay, yeah. Hey, uh, call you back in uh, about ten minutes. Uh, sure. That works. Okay, cool. Sounds good. All right, brother. All right. Charlie said bye. See ya. Um, <laughs> I knew he was like. He'd like me like get all nervous, like freak out. <laughs> I love I love Mike. I love Mike. That was funny. Mike's great. Mike's like the most like he's like the most like uh just like innocent dude like I've ever met. You know what I mean? Like just like the most like just like chill, like he's just like Mike's just like on ice. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> that's the best way to describe is like his personality is just uh is Mike's just on ice, just twenty four seven. But uh, yeah, if you guys don't have the list, have a list of my episode, that interview that we did with Mike back on yeah. season one, you guys can check it out. I think it's like episode five or six. It's called uh, What is Functional Medicine with Michael, Dr. Michael Megan. And um, yeah, awesome episode. A lot of great value in that. Uh, and Michael is actually going to be the doctor who's heading the clinic with me in Miami. So you guys will be hearing a lot more from him. And we're also... We're also probably going to be roommates as well. So, yeah. So, um, funny. Yeah. So you might be, you might even have seen him on the podcast like way more. So, uh, it's funny because we, we originally, me and Mike originally met on the podcast, really, because yeah. I really didn't know Mike yeah. before oh, the podcast. I so. didn't teach you guys. I, I forgot about That's that. That's right. You brought, you brought him on the podcast. And the first time I ever talked to this guy, like in person, like sort yeah. of, was on the podcast. So, yeah. And it's yeah. funny, like now, like being roommates, like uh, down in Miami, and then he's actually heading the clinic with me. Yeah. Um, he's going to yeah. be our head physician and, uh, you know, uh, medical director and everything. So, um, but yeah, all new information coming for you guys probably in the next episode, um, as well as the announcement for uh, uh, when our video um, guest is coming on and all that. And I'll probably announce the guest uh, next week, hopefully, uh, as soon as we got everything settled. Uh, make sure that, you know, get everything ramped up. Um, but yeah, a lot of cool things coming because then we can start, you know, throwing reels out there for you guys that don't want to listen to the whole thing. We'll have shorts. Um, and yeah, it's just a lot of amazing stuff. I feel really blessed. Just need to get some fucking sleep. Exactly. <laughs> leave off the peptides, leave off the get a- <laughs> alcohol. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. off the alcohol. I'm done. I'm done drinking. I'm done drinking. Yeah, Actually, yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where, uh, like for me, it's like everything you're doing. I just want you to just stay completely focused, bro. Because right now, the, the sky's the limit. So stay focused. I'm on. I'm on drink. We're done. <laughs> we're putting the we're putting the bottle down. No more. No more uh, random poker yeah. games. Exactly. Old habits die hard. Yeah, probably where I'm from. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. I, um, yeah, you know, they're like, I don't know if, you know, my, my, it's funny, like, my parents didn't really drink like me like, growing up. Yeah. Like, my, my, uh, my dad really, like, only started drinking when I was like, after I was like, 
18. You know, what I mean, like it was like a long, it was like a long time. He was celebrating, fam. He was I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was oh. like, fuck. He was like, he's like, fuck, this is crazy. But yeah, because my parents are wild now, you know what I mean? Like, but they really don't uh I don't think they they they've they've toned they've they've toned down a little bit, but uh there for a minute they were like I was like I tell everybody my somebody asked me one time, they were like I was telling the story about me being at the fountain blue and like me, like with my, me and my parents, like one summer, uh, you know, I was down there with a friend of mine, my parents and, um, I was staying at the fountain blue, but I was seeing a girl at the time who lived in Fort Lauderdale, blah, blah, blah. I was at a party at, you know, in Fort Lauderdale, spent the night in Fort Lauderdale, came back and I was like, uh, you know, went to breakfast like the next day. <laughs> I would like no sleep, like just fucking shit faced, you know, basically just like trash from like the night before. And cause I just got like, you know, I just got like hammered the, the day before and they were like, uh, they're like, you didn't no, like not with your parents, right? Like you didn't get, you didn't get shit faced like around your parents. And I was like, no, yeah, like I, I was like, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I was like, my parents are more wild than me. Like they yeah. don't, I was like, they don't give a fuck. Hello. Yeah, no. Uh, you know, it, it's funny because you now we have been, um, you know, uh, my oldest son is 18, which is like, Still crazy for me to even say that. 18, oh my gosh, you're a man now. You get nothing from me now, son. Anyway, but, but, but having a kid 18 years old and, and seeing him try to navigate, you know, uh, social life and things of that sort, I just always tell him, to listen, dude, you know, until you're 21, I don't want you to do it. And I, I haven't even given him full permission to even, you know, have a drink. I'm quite sure his mom is letting him drink because I am divorced from his mother. Um, but the same token, I say, as long as you respect, but as soon as you get in trouble, you got to figure that one out on your own, baby. I, I love you, but you got to figure it out. So you got to be smart about it. If you're going to do it, do it at the house. Don't go to your boy's house and do it. And know you got to drive home, do it and do it at your own house. You know what I mean, so, but is that, that's always the, that's always the advice. You know what I mean? But I just feel like it's never, it's never taken, <laughs> it's never taken into account. <laughs> You know, I mean, and, and for me as a parent, the reason why I give that advice is because of the fact that I want him to think about what he's doing. Because I, I, I recall being young and dumb and uh, never read the story. I was so, so wasted. I, 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 I paid my way through college and I was at a party and I, I worked from 12 to 8 at night. Right. Mm. I said, I can go to a party and I, I'll be fine. I went to. <laughs> I went to work drunk, drunk. Oh, that's drunk. the worst, yeah. I mean, it, it was like I was a little, I was so drunk. And when I got to the parking lot, I sat there and I said, this is not going to happen. I end up, a, a friend of mine saw me in the car. He was like, oh, no. So, but <laughs> we all had to go check into work. He checked out the hotel that He was like, okay. Threw some cologne on me. Put a whole Threw some cologne on me. And it literally, and this is, this is, so you didn't smell like liquor. Exactly. I, I, I chewed a bunch of gum and jammed a bunch of water. He walked me in there, basically pushing me in the way and said, walk straight, walk straight, walk straight. I checked in and he put me in a broom closet for the rest of the night. For the, and I came out once to go pee. He was, you okay? I said, nah, back in the broom closet, bro. Man, so, so now everyone in the world knows this story. <laughs> it's a hell of a friend. 
that's a hey, hey, hey to this day he's still my boy he's still my boy that's uh yeah it's it's it's, it's a say it's, it's a savior right there okay. now, it, I, it, I, it's not like i didn't do the same for him a few times okay <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 let me come get you first before you start driving you know yeah. No, I, I have some terrible, I have terrible, I have, I have terrible advice. I would never give anybody, I would be like, if you listen to, if you don't listen, you, if, don't, don't follow one person's path. Like it needs to be me. <laughs> like I have some really bad stories that would really disappoint a lot of people. Oh, in my life. <laughs> and, oh, oh, oh. I mean, it, 100%. That, that story right there. Yeah. I mean, if, 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 if I'm quite sure if some of my friends are here. But I mean, if some other individuals hear this, they'd be like, "What you did? What?" So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> up until about my early twenties, I erased all the bad things. But but moving forward from there, nah, <laughs> erase, nah, nah. erase all the bad stuff. Oh oh oh! I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I had to get three or four years of like, man, if I can erase that, those bad memories. <laughs> They were fun at the time, but you think about, oh, I could die. So I, have, I have a funny story. I, I was up one time, like, uh, this is when I was in college, and uh, I, was, I was over, I was over, I was over at this girl's house, like, at her apartment building, and my friend, she lived in the same apartment uh, complex, okay? Sort of, like, not, like, kind of close, you know, in a way. And, um, and so... I'm over at this girl's place and we're just like, you know, like it starts like, you know, we're just like trying to like have a drink, like just chill or whatever. And then it just gets, it just gets like out of control. Right. And then it's just like back to back. Like I'm just like, and then like, by before I know it, like, you know, um, I'm hammered, you know I mean? to pretty much, I mean, not really like bad, bad, but like, I don't want to like, I, I could have drove, but I don't want to risk that. I didn't want to risk. I didn't want to risk it. I'd already, I feel like I'd already spun the, I'd already spun the wheel too many times before. <laughs> I was saying, because actually, I was actually said this the other night when I was like, cause I, when I was playing poker, like I, I won a decent amount of money and I never really usually, I never really usually like win like that much. Uh, like uh, I won a couple of times. I've won like decently kind of big, but uh, I won some decent money. And so I was like, you know, I was like kind of excited and I just had like a really great weekend and like everything has kind of seemed to really go really well. And I was like, I, I told, I really told one of my friends, I was like, man, I was like, this is not fucking good. <laughs> like, this, I was like, I feel like I'm using up too much of my luck here. I was like, something's not right. Like, you know, I mean, next week's going to catch me or something. Yeah. But, uh, I was like, yeah. So I was like, I felt like when I was over at her place, like we were drinking too much. I was like, man, I was like, I don't know. I feel like I've spun the wheel too many times, like driving, like, you know, under the influence, like this is going to be the time, right? Like the time I feel like I'm probably like the other times, like I, I shouldn't have drove at all, like a hundred percent, like shouldn't yeah. have even been like even close to a vehicle this time probably could have probably could have been there. You know what I mean? Probably could have, you know, decently made it. And, uh, this was just like, nah, like this is going to be it. Right. So yeah. I was just like, fuck this. So I call, <laughs> so I'm like, I don't want to spend the, I don't want to spend the night with this girl because it's just like it's just not like that. And I was like, I just don't want to give like the wrong impression of like you know staying over or like whatever. So I call my friend. I'm like, hey, she she thank God like she answers. And I go, uh, I go, hey, I said, I was like, can I come sleep on your couch? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm over in your apartment complex and like I'm drunk as shit. <laughs> She's like, why are you like? why are you in my apartment complex? And I was like, ah, like I, you know, I was with this, with this girl tonight or like whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, she, uh, 
she goes, okay, okay, yeah, you, you can you can come crash on my account. So she's got like her roommates and everything over there too. But luckily she had like an extra bedroom because one of the girls that she'd been living with just like up and like just left one day. Wow. <laughs> like just never came back yeah. and like didn't tell like the office. didn't tell the front office or anything. Just disappeared. So there was like an eviction notice sign on the door. There was like nothing in there. They'd taken everything away. And, uh, and so I go in there and I end up, I end up giving like, you gotta remember, like I'm not like, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm out, I'm out there. Right. Like I'm up in the sky right now. And uh, I get over there and I end up actually giving one of the girls advice on her relationship <laughs> because her boyfriend had like wanted a threesome or something like that. And my, and my friend was like, she was like, she's like, oh, like just ask Dan, like Dan's like, <laughs> Dan's like, Dan like understands that like, he's been there. Like, you know, ask him, like, if you want somebody's advice to get somebody to understand, like just talk to him. Right. Oh and uh, so I'm sitting there like, I'm sitting there like, like drunk as shit, like talking to this girl about her life and like, he's like, I'll see <laughs> <laughs> relationship and i'm like i actually actually gave some really decent advice uh on uh her boyfriend like wanting a three so i said basically i said you know i said just make sure that i think i asked her i said i said are you are do you consider yourself to be into girls and she was like no and i was like are you planning on doing anything with this extra girl and she goes no and i go why are you having a threesome? Like, why are you planning to have a threesome? I was like, answering your question right there. That's yeah. That answers your question right there. Right. I was like, that's, and she's like, well, like, you know, and he wants to like whatever. And I was like, yeah, I go, here's the thing. I was like, if you're already having problems, guess what's not going to fix it. Having a threesome. So as you bring someone else into your fucked up relationship, isn't going to fix your fucked up relationship. Ladies, this is my advice to you right now. The final piece. Listen final up. piece right here. If he wants to have a threesome, even though it's a little passe now, you know, the whole thing's kind of over, sort of kind of. Threesome hype style. He wants to have a threesome. He actually just wants to have sex with that other girl. Yeah, hundred percent. He's trying 100%. to get permission to do that. Okay. Yeah. So, and guys, 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 listen. If she wants to have a threesome, that means. She even wants to have sex with that girl. Yeah. Right. And she just wanna say, Well, you know, I, I'm not really in the girl. I thought you would like. I'm just trying to spice out. No, 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 no. Yeah, she's but, testing the waters is what she's doing. Exactly. Yeah. Because the, the, the ratio of this really working out is not really high, guys. I'm yeah. You know, I'm a stat man. The research is already out there. It doesn't end well. Does not end well. No, no, it doesn't. If your relationship's messed up, adding another person into it isn't going to make it any better. Exactly. There's unicorns don't exist. No, no. and on that note, guys. <laughs> and that, on that note, thank you guys for listening to Generation Hour podcast every week, and we will catch you guys on the next one. This is Generation Alpha signing out. <laughs>